If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports by live studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Often imitated, but hardly duplicated. 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. And when I say modest, think caps. I'm a four-time Golden Glove champion, and I've won some awards for my boxing writing. So supposedly, allegedly, I'm supposed to know something about boxing. But guess what? The average fan, they always know a little bit more. So I open up the Ring Talk WBC TV text line at the top of each hour just for you to drop me a text. Straight up, the number, 415-275-1613. The Ring Talk WBC TV studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. Of course, Boxing Tonight, got it on The Zone, ESPN. They got a big, sort of a smorgasbord of boxing. Alexis Roth, I take it on the very colorful Blair Cobbs that's going down on The Zone. Of course, that's coming to us from uh, Los Angeles, California. Gives us an Al Heyman show. Edgar Belanga, of course, the Puerto Rican knockout artist who sort of didn't knock out all them guys like he was supposed to knock the people out in the first round. Last couple of fights went the distance. Anyway, he's human, still undefeated. Taking on Steve Rolls. This Rolls much of a match. We'll talk about that with boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. Sonny Edwards, Mohamed Wasim as well going today. And, of course, there's a fight going across the pond in Japan. I believe it's already taking place. We'll get to those results a little bit later. So, big smorgasbord of boxing and a little talk a little MMA today as well. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Once again, our studio text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you don't know by now, what can I say?
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Let's say your business does $10,000 to $15,000 or more monthly revenue. There are times when you need more cash flow to run your business, right? Well, if you're a business owner in this situation, you need to call the Merchant Funding Line. We don't play by bank rules. We're a direct lender with the power to approve deals. We look at your business and we decide how much money to lend you. Good credit or bad credit, even if your business was affected by the recent pandemic. If your business is solid, we can lend you up to $500,000 in one day. That's a half a million dollars in one day. Use the money for anything you think is right to run your business. If you need money, call now to learn how easy it is to get up to $500,000 in as little as one day. 800-905-7186 That's 800-905-7186 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531 Mother said it's never bragging. I thought she was like, it was an original, right? Mom stole that from Cassius Clay, I kid you not. Of course, she stole a couple lines. Remember that one, Get the Old Ain't for Sissy, something like that. She stole that from like Lauren Bacall or Betty Davis, an actor. So my mother was a plagiarist. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Of course, we take it to the West Coast and bring in the Bronx Bomber himself, Mr. Socrates Bomber, Foxy's true PhD. And how are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Pedro. Nice uh, spring day here in, in New York City, and I'm on the best boxing radio show in the world. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk money. Floyd Mayweather. He owes he owes Logan Paul some money off that pay per view they they had about a year and a half ago. He never paid him. What's up with that? 
Yeah, that's the rumor. Um, Logan Paul has uh, been making uh, a big, well, not it is a big deal. I mean, he's he's been claiming that uh, for about, from what I remember, about the last four months. And then when the first when the story first broke out, uh, the TMT team uh, stated that oh that you know when things are on pay per view it takes time this that and the third, and that just sounds very shady, you know so. Uh, hopefully, there's a, a big lawsuit coming, and uh, I don't, you know, Floyd Mayweather looks bad, and Showtime looks bad. You know, Floyd, Floyd, what a piece of work he was. And some of the responses said, you know, well, I'm still getting paid on fights I had five or six years ago. That kind of crap. No, 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 you're not. The right. pay per view numbers are in. He should have been paid by now. I'm talking about Logan Paul. No doubt about that. And on, on, of course, money, money, always money. Um, Triple G. Triple G, of course, going to go over across the pond and take on Cody Murata. Before that, of course, he's got the um, the fight. If if he wins that fight, he's got the fight with Canelo in in November or September, whichever the month they decide on. And of course, we've got other things happen with Charlo. Of course, Charlo, thirty two and zero, WBC champion. Benavides, these guys talking back and forth. Mike Tyson dogged Charlo to the point where. He almost called him a pus. You know what? I'm serious. He almost called him out on on that podcast. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you know what? When there's a microphone in front of Mike Tyson, you know it's must watch. And um, yeah, he called him out, man. He, you know, he he uh, referred to Benavides as he said, "Well, if you don't fight Charles uh, Canelo, then what about the Mexican monster?" You know, and he questioned his manhood. You know, and there's no other way, no other way to put it. And um, I'm sure that Jamal Charlo doesn't feel good about that. And who knows? Maybe that's the uh, inspiration that he needs to, you know, sack up and and fight one of these tough opponents. Mike Tyson quote: "I think that I think that too, but I need him to prove it. Uh, that the world needs him to prove it before he goes to the wheel before before he goes to the wheelchair of something. Man, come on, we got to start fighting." Charlo, of course, ducked that to the bone. He said he's not going to go there. He's trying to get other opponents. And he will continue to make a lot of money because he's got a good little drawing there in Houston. Of course, he's got the contract at Al Heyman and the WBC belt. But eventually, the WBC has got to make him fight somebody. Yeah. And, and also, let's face it. I mean, public opinion, I mean, does count. And, you know, if Jamal Charlo is going to be happy being a paper champion, you know, then that's on him. It's it's not. It, it the belt doesn't make the fighter. The fighter makes the belt. And you know the opponents that he's fought, he's kind of regressed. You know, a lot of people thought that he lost to um, uh, the Russian fighter Korbov uh-huh. a couple a couple of years ago. You know, Charlo but, thirty two and zip twenty uh, twenty two wax. Of course, Benavides twenty five and 0, 22 kills. Both guys in the same stable. And Benavides is calling him out as well. You know, this, Charles is like looking, how can I put this? He's looking like a wuss. Yeah, it, it's suspect. You know, the, the term nowadays is he's he's capping. You know, he, he's pump faking. You know, he talks a good talk. You know, he, you know they, they have that Lions only brand. Well, you know, he's not looking like a lion. He's looking more like a pussy cat. And... Uh, you know, eventually, you know, the, the public is just going to tune him out, you know. And, and, and another thing, he's 31 years old, I believe. So he's not getting any younger. And I believe that he's just holding out for the Canelo lottery. And 
he may not get it. He's going to be probably on the outside looking in. Canelo has other plans, and there are still good fighters out there. There's Caleb Plant, you know, which would be a, a very good matchup. Um, Demetrius Andre is a, is a good fight. Uh, supposedly, it it was turned down by uh, by Charlo. So you know, there, there's people out there. It's just a matter of fact: does he want to take that risk, or is he happy? making a lot of money fighting easy opponents. Let's go back to money. Of course, Triple G now suing Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotions saying he was owed $3 million bucks from that Canelo fight. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that, really? that, that broke. That just broke. Mm, okay, I was not aware of that. Money, money is in the news this morning. And, and, and I guess it's a bad habit because I believe, didn't Kovalev also, wasn't he uh, suing... Uh, or alleging that he didn't get paid for that Canelo fight? You know, a lot of guys sue promoters. And I used to say to myself, why are all these guys suing promoters? And guess what? They quietly win. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they, the cases are settled, isn't it? It's funny, like, that. Um, God rest his soul, but Don Chargan was sued by the Lopez brothers. He was sued by Pete Ranzani. All those lawsuits he lost. Hmm. I mean, no one, who, who really needs that bad publicity, you know? Well, anyway, so I guess it, 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 it is what it is. Um... But three million bucks, I think I'd be hot too if somebody owed me three million. I'd be more than hot. Yes, <laughs> you know, again, but can't pay your bills. Yudi Ugas, of course, going to Yordi Ugas going to take on Earl Spence, of course, for the world world welterweight championship or one version of it anyway. Who's better right now, Crawford or Spence? Who would you rate the better welterweight? Um, I would rate Crawford because Crawford, you know, although he's not fighting. Uh, household name so to speak but he just looks more impressive you know whoever's in front of him you know i mean no one's done what he did to sean porter you know um errol spence i respect his talent but i still question how good he is errol spence is broken glass i think so too man i really believe he's damaged goods he's broken glass you can't put listen when you drop a glass on the floor you can't put it back together with all the glue in the world you can't put it back together when you get tossed out of a car at 115 miles per hour i don't care if you're buzz drunk or not bottom line is you're gonna there's gonna be some residual effects he had a brain bleed we saw the evidence of a brain bleed with his eyes bleeding and things like that so we know there was concussion at least a, a mild concussion if not a severe concussion at the end of the day i say I say he's damaged goods, and I would step on his toes. I would do all kinds of stuff to discombobulate him. I would talk to him, this and that. I would even, I think part of my entrance music that night, if I was the other guy, Udi Urgus, I think it would be a lot of screeching in cars. Ah, bam, ah, bam, oh here comes Udi Urgus, ah, bam. You see what I'm saying on that one? <laughs> You'd be trolling all the way up to the ring. I, all the hey. way up to the, listen, you've got to get into a guy's head. I mean, especially, if, you know, if you're the uh, the underdog, I mean, if you're the underdog, you're the opponent per se, and Ugas is the opponent here. He's supposed to be the guy that's going to come in and be an easy mark for Earl Spence. Of course, I don't think he's going to be easy of a mark. I think he's a difficult guy. In fact, he beat Terrence Crawford, I believe, as an amateur. Yes, and a lot of people think he got robbed against Sean Porter, you know. Um, yeah. Ugas made me eat crow. He did. He made me eat crow. I didn't think that he was going to do what he did to Manny Pacquiao, and I think the book is out on Earl Spence. I mean... You know, we talk music sometimes on this show, and do you remember the old freestyle hit by the cover girls, Show Me, Show Me? Yeah. 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 Errol Spence needs to show me, you know, show me, you know, that he's the real deal. And I think he's damaged goods. Um, Charlo needs to show me. Charlo, Justin, Charlo's the guy. He's the guy I'm I'm, I'm really, 
he's a guy, he can make, there's so many different directions he can go in. I think there's three or four directions he can go in and make good fights. He doesn't seem to be inclined to go in any one. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And is it just coincidence that they all fight under the PBC Al Heyman banner? Hmm, good point. You know, I don't know. I some you know they say the the Mungia, the Jaime Mungia, the undefeated middleweight out of Tijuana, or Mexico, fighting out of Tijuana. Of course, him and Charlo were supposed to hook it up, and they couldn't come to an agreement as far as television networks are concerned. Oscar De La Hoya wanted to go on DAZN because that's what he built Mungia up on, and Al Heyman and those guys wanted to go on Showtime Showtime pay per view, but the fighters had agreed to the money. That's a fight. Now that is an. At the end of the day, no one really knows the truth unless you're there and, and paperwork is out in the open. But that is a fight that's probably pay-per-view worthy and a fight that would do well on pay-per-view. Despite Jaime Munguia not being a, a household name, but he's a Mexican and he's got a, that feverish you know, fan base. That's a really, really good fight and a fight that there's no reason why it shouldn't happen. Um, Oscar De La Hoya has to get that done with uh, Al Heyman somehow. You know, to me, it's a good fight. Before we go to the break, I want to mention that, you know, but people talk about boxing's heyday being the 80s and the 90s and that. That's because I, I looked back at it last night and I thought about it, and it's because Seth Abraham was involved in boxing. When he got involved in boxing in 1978 or something like that with the Holmes-Norton fight, I think that's one of the first fights they put on paper on, on HBO home, home box office back in then. He invested a lot of money and time in boxing, and I think that the super era of boxing is, is because of Seth Abraham and nobody else. You know where I'm Can you see where I'm going on that? Do you think maybe... Uh too many promoters have diluted it and there's too many options for these fighters no it's just that it's just that uncle seth was in a position where he he had a he he knew what time it was he dropped a lot of mm-hmm. money in boxing i mean hbo was telling him no 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 and he's saying no 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 give me the money give me the money and he kept demanding more and more money and of course when he split and ross greenberg took over as producer and of course the hbo ceo of sports they cut the budget in half how do i know they cut the budget in half because they cut me out of it Really? Yeah, they come. They just they just flat out cut me out of it. Let's take a break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Of course, come to you on WBC TV, Twitch TV as well. My name is Pedro Fernandez. On the line, of course, from the Bronx, the Bronx Bomber, Boxing's Truth, PhD, Socrates Bomber. More of boxing and, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide after the break. Tower of Power to the break. The greatest trumpet of all time. Mick Gillette on Tower of Power's horn. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 
800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. He is the greatest fighter of all time next to me. Of course, Muhammad Ali was talking about Socrates Palmer Jr., boxing's PhD, of course, on the line from the Bronx. My brother, that's quite a compliment from the greatest. Well, I, I am very humbled by those words. You uh, should be. You should be humbled <laughs> by it. Hey, speaking of humble, get this. I'm being an Olympic silver, super heavyweight gold medalist. Bakadur Jalilov is now 10-0 with 10 knockouts, continuing his reign of terror, get this, with a fifth-round KO over Camille Sukarovsky, who was 11-25 with two draws and four KOs. Yeah, a reign of terror. Wow. That's is that terrible a news. Is that a, is that a reign of terror or what? Guy should be arrested wow. for domestic violence beating up a guy that bad. That's a reign of something, man. Wow. <laughs> I, I, that's... that's <laughs> Wow. Of course, talking about this cause this took place over in Dubai, WBC number one ranked 130 pounder, O'Shaquille uh, Foster, went to 19 to 11 KOs with a 12 round unanimous nod over previously unbeaten number two contender. Oh my God, this one's a good number. Muhammad Yokoja Yakovov put his 18 and 1, 10 KOs with WBC eliminator. Of course, scores are 118, 109, 117, 110, twice across the board. He retains the silver belt, does. Foster. Of course, Mauricio Suleiman was over there for that card there in Dubai. Well, you know, we did Dubai. We tried to do Dubai in like 2012, Harold Smith and I, and they flew me over there, and I had to do a couple of TV shots, and I was really sick. I got sick drinking booze on the plane. When the last, probably one of the last times I ever drank, um, you know, but I drank this booze on the plane because it was free, and it was like this $100 a bottle of cognac. I said to myself, I can't pass this up. I was sick for a week. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Sick for the, they took me to the hospital in Dubai, the whole nine years. They thought I was some type of, uh, of uh, opioid guy or something like that back in the day. What, dude? You want drugs? I don't want drugs. I just feel like spit. Help me. Anyway, bottom line yeah. is the... <laughs> How was the weather? I'm sure. Oh, it was like 125 degrees and it was in the winter. <laughs> Wow. It was yeah. cold. They go, they go, yeah, we're coming over there at the cold time. Remember, really, we're going over the 125 in the winter. And what's funny about it, about Dubai was that it's a rich place, but they've got two types of women there. I take that back, three types of women. they got Filipino women working there, like in as maids and working as waitresses and things like that. And then they got the then they got girls that are working down there as hookers, and they don't wear burkas. But then you got the girls with the burkas. And those they got sexy burkas and ugly burkas and the whole nine yards. But they actually have um, Victoria's Secrets type of burkas over there. I kid you not, Dubai. The girls like pimping on down the street. The girls in Dubai, I kid you not, in, in, in Victoria's Secrets type of outfits. I, although they're, you know, Muslim restricted and that kind of good stuff, they push it to the limit. That is fascinating. I had no idea. That's, uh, I, I guess, if you, you know, I mean, it's a country that religion is the law, you know, they, but um, I guess it leaves something to the imagination of what's underneath. That's- I, I stayed at the Hotel Moscow, and I went downstairs to the health club, and there was nothing but chicks everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I mean, like, beautiful Latin chicks. I'm saying to myself, something's wrong. We're like in, where are we? We're in, like, Dubai. All these Latin chicks and Russian chicks, and they were all hookers. There, wow. I mean, there were more hookers in Dubai than there was anything else, per capita, I think. Per capita, I think Dubai is ranks number one on hook. I'm not a hooker guy, but number one, I think, pound for pound, uh, per capita, Dubai is big on hookers because the money's good. Well, it's a, I mean, it's kind of like the playground for the rich and famous, you know, Dubai. Yeah, and of course, I felt like spit getting, getting sick there. Steve Rolls got a chance tonight against Berlanga? Um, I think so. I mean, Edgar Berlanga... Um, has been matched up very well on, you know, and he's got the machine behind him, ESPN and top rank, and they're feeding him guys that he's supposed to look good against. His last time out, he got dropped, you know, and he's supposed to be the, the, the puncher, and I believe he was the first time he went to the decision. Um, recently, his, his lady had a baby. I noticed that at the weigh-in, he looked a little soft around the midsection. Let's see what happens, you know. Um, Steve Rose is a, is a decent fighter, but he's a, he already knows how to lose, you know. Um, he, he, the time that he stepped up, uh, he, uh, I believe Triple G made short work of him. Yeah. Uh, do I expect him to win? No, um, but I do expect a competitive fight, and um, you never know. It's, you know, Rose is a, is a good, solid fighter, and if Berlanga just keeps fighting the same way, which is just looking for a one-punch knockout, he could be in for a long night. Okay. Frank Warren's opening up more seats in Wembley Stadium for the Fury Dillian White card card. That's good news. And Barry Hearn, um, the promoter's trying to say that Fury would be a bigger star with him than he is with with Frank Warren. Do you think that's true? Uh, I don't think that's true. I, I don't think, think Tyson so. Fury Tyson Fury is a star, period. You know, he he doesn't need anybody. I think I don't. I don't think it takes a, a whole lot to promote Tyson Fury. Just give him a mic. That's it. <laughs> Let him and, and get out of his way. No, I think that's just. I, I don't. I don't buy that at all. Okay, I'm gonna run some couple, couple one by you. <clears throat> Bob Arum, massive Bob of the of the top ranked plantation. Of course, he 
top-ranked CEO, <laughs> former U.S. former U.S. attorney under the Kennedy administration back in 1960s. Um, he said, Aramon Cambosis, Lomachenko, deal was done. Hopefully they can fight later in the year. Then the next headline here at Boxing Scene is Hernan Cambosis-Haney. I believe the fight is being closed. I be- believe this fight is going to be closed. What does that mean? Uh, does that mean that the ship has sailed on that fight? Um, Haney that Hearn the- focused on reaching agreement with Cambosis. Why is it so tough to reach a deal with this Australian guy, man? Why could it be? Why is it so tough? Maybe he's overvaluing himself. You know, I mean, George Cambosis has the win, you know, of the year. You know, he. He beat the man who beat the man. But, you know, maybe it, he's just outpricing himself. I mean, Australia is one of the countries that has one of the strictest COVID laws. What is their capacity as far as, like, an arena? You know, he, I mean, we, you know, he, he bragged that right after the fight, you know, that, hey, we could do a rematch if you want. Um, 80,000 fans, you know, waiting to, you know, in Australia. But would they allow that now? Okay. You know, so, good, good. so the money is not going to be the same. You know, so I don't know. Steven Espinoza, Steven with a P, um, says that I know everybody wanted Canelo and Charlo. I still want that too. Canelo and Charlo, that could have been done if if Charlo was willing to step up to 168. That's what the whole, that's that that's what this all boils down to, right? Him not wanting to fight him at 168 pounds, correct? Seems that way. Or, or does Canelo want to? come down to 168 pounds again because i mean he keeps playing with his weight you know um does he does he want to come back down to 168 um i think Canelo's more interested in history you know and and uh i i believe firmly that he has the light heavyweight unification in his in his uh radar. I th- you know what i'm going to go out on a limb right now i'm going to say that dimitri Ebal is going to give him hell and that this will go into the late rounds and that we won't know exactly what's going down after five or six or seven rounds. It's going to be a fight that's going to be decided in the late rounds, I think so. And if size was ever a difference, size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports, but size is a big size difference for Bivol. Of course, he's got the amateur pedigree. Hector thinks, yes. he, fights, Hector thinks he fights a little bit too stiff and too stand-up-ish, but I think that's a perfect style to beat a guy like Canelo. A guy coming with straight punches, yeah, because yeah. Canelo tends to be a little wide. The, the whole thing with Canelo, though, is that pressure that he puts on you mentally and his hand speed, you know, and, and you know, Bivol, is he going to take a page from Caleb Plant? Because Caleb Plant looked good in spurts, but you can tell in the back of Canelo's mind he had no respect for Caleb Plant's power. So I, I think Bivol is going to have to stand his ground early in that fight and, and make Canelo... <clears throat> You know, second guess coming in. You know, he separated. He separated the right hand. He hit him with the left hand. He separated the right muscle of Caleb Plant's arm. He separated like the tricep or the bicep from the bone. I kid you. He hit him that hard that often. Wow. So he is. It's funny because the, the Reynoso's family business is butchering. So now, so he butchered Billy Joe Saunders's eye, and now he, he he's dismembering. Uh, uh, muscles on on the fighters. That's fascinating. I, I didn't think that I, I had not heard that before, um, but it, it makes sense. I mean, you, you fight a bigger guy, hit him wherever you can, like Rocky Marciano used to, right? Bang him in the arms. Man, I, I, had, I hit a lot time. of guys in the arms. You get them, they get, uh, anyway, bottom line, that's not going to that. You're right, Marciano used to kill people with the arm shots. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Socrates Palmer, have a good day, have a good week, kiss the wife and the kids. I certainly will. Thank you, Pete.
All the best. The greatest, folks. Boxing's true PAC, Socrates Palmer, appearing exclusively on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Speaking of WBC, check out the interactive World Boxing Council website, WBCBoxing.com. Tower of Power, what is hip to the break? Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free prices. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Hardest hustle anything is boxing, though. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes. I watched one fight. Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved. He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club. The ref was like 241. 242. Roy was snoring. He was really knocked out. He was laying there so long, they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Fighters had to dance around Roy. The great knockout, of course, of Roy Jones. 
brought to you by the Comedian Earthquake, courtesy of HBO, of course, HBO Home Box Office. I mentioned Seth Abraham. He was the CEO of HBO Sports for a long time. Of course, he was the guy that sort of made boxing. I think he made boxing. I think he did it. Don King, Bob Arum, these guys. No, no, no. It was Seth Abraham. Without HBO, boxing would have never climbed to the heights that it did in the 80s and 90s. Believe me, I truly believe that. I was there. Anyway, March 26th, looks like Showtime's got a, a card coming to us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Tim Zhu, of course, the son of the former world champion, Kostu, taking on Terrell Gosha in a super welterweight bout. 154 pounds. A couple other fights on the card. That's March 26th, Showtime Championship Boxing. April 9th, of course, Showtime going again. The Theater at the Virgin Islands in Las Vegas. <clears throat> Erickson Lubin taking on Sebastian Fedora for WBC Super Welterweight Interim title. Tony Harrison on the same card, of course, a world-ranked junior welterweight, taking a junior middleweight, taking on Sergio Garcia. Uh, April 16th, Showtime pay-per-view, of course, Earl Spence versus Jordi Ugas. Of course, the WBC, WBA, and IBF welterweight titles on the line. Unification match of sorts. Showtime pay-per-view, AT&T Stadium. Can the Cuban draw down there? I don't think the Cuban's going to bring too much to the dance as far as <clears throat> ticket sales are concerned, but he's one hell of an upset artist. I think he's got a good chance of upsetting Earl Spence. And why do I say that? Earl Spence is damaged goods, broken glass. You can't put glass back together. I don't care what you do. Showtime Championship Boxing, of course, preceding the pay-per-view that day will be Rezna Budov taking on El Montes Santanoas for the WBA welterweight something belt. Bottom line is Brandon Lee's on the car, taking on Zachary Ochoa in a super lightweight bout. May 14th, Showtime Championship Boxing, of course. <clears throat> the rematch, and it is their rematch, coming to us from the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. Jamel Charlo, the 154-pound Charlo. There's Jamel at 154, Jamal at 160. I got to get that right. And he was Jamel at 154, the once-beaten fighter, of course, lost to... Um, who did he lose to anyway? I think he lost to Tony Harrison. He came back and he beat Tony Harrison anyway. Taking on Brian Castano in a bit of a rematch. Of course, the first fight, people thought maybe Castano won. Of course, Charlo was, uh, <clears throat> I think they got a draw. Anyway, bottom line is undisputed WBC, WBA, and WBO belts are on the line, 154 pounds. And Jaron Ennis is on the card taking on Kustan Clayton in an IBF welterweight eliminator. Of course, that is the Showtime boxing schedule. You know, Showtime was like <clears throat> always second to HBO. I brought that up on purpose. They were always second to HBO, yet they've outlasted HBO, and I just don't understand that. I mean, I really don't. I mean, the, 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 the grounds were laid at one point in time when Seth Abraham, when he, when he dropped the reins, of course, but they cut the budget. When they dropped the reins, when he handed things off to, to Ross Greenberg as far as the HBO uh, CEO was concerned and the producer as far as running boxing and sports were concerned, when he handed it over to Ross Greenberg, he handed it over to him with half the budget. When you go with half the budget, I mean, that's just the way it is. Half the budget is half the budget. So they cut everybody out. As far as the fighter was concerned, they weren't doing that many fights. And when I saw the decrease in schedule, then they got rid of Larry Merchant. Okay, about 2012. They got rid of Larry Merchant. Said he was get, getting too old. Well, we still hear him on the show, even though he, he got sick last year. He's come back. I mean, the Godfather's stronger than ever. But they got rid of Larry Merchant. 2012, brought in Max Kellerboy. Remember Max Kellerboy? Oh, I'm sorry, Max Kellerman. Anyway, Max Kellerman, of course, was the guy that said that... Um, uh, Roman Gonzalez was going to be, Chocolito Gonzalez was going to be the next biggest star in boxing. So what happened? <clears throat> HBO put all kinds of money behind him. He was their last star that they put a bunch of money on behind because, because Mr. Kellerman told him so. Max said so. Max said, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. The guy wasn't much. He's a 115-pound fighter. You don't invest that kind of money in a 115-pound fighter. You don't invest the entire network in a 115-pound fighter. They did, and he got beaten the first time by the uh, by the Wangle set Wang. 
Wangelsek, Wagasek, and of course he got beaten the second time by stoppage. So he lost two fights to him, hasn't really come back as far as big fights are concerned. He was a winner a fortnight ago in a fight that he was supposed to win, but at the end of the day, he doesn't do a whole lot for me. Straight up, he just doesn't. Um, pound for pound right now. Of course, we've got Canelo Alvarez, there's no doubt about that. But one of his former opponents is coming back. We'll talk about Sergey Kovalev, of course, coming back May 14th. That'll be on Triloviz. Now, what is Triloviz? Because Triloviz, I think, is another network <coughs> coming to you as a subscription on the Fight Network. Remember Triloviz? Which are the guys that put all that money up for um, for Teofimo Lopez and, 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 um, and George Cambosis? They put all that money up for it, and then they flaked. Remember they put up like six million bucks and then they flaked. So anyway, I guess they're doing stuff still. I can't believe anybody wants to allow them to still promote because once you flake on something like that, that kind of money, I mean, you bid six million bucks out there. You put the fight in limbo for three or four months. Yeah, COVID was happening at the same time. But at the end of the day, it was just poor promotion on the part of these guys from Trillivers or Triller, whatever you want to call them. Bottom line is I think they should be arrested for impersonating boxers, uh, boxing promoters. Speaking of boxing schedule, of course, the boxing schedule of the 19th, that is today's date, ESPN's guy said got the knockout artist. Not knockout artist. The Puerto Rican guy that's knocked out everybody but two fights. I think he's got 21 wins. Edgar Belanga taking on the aforementioned Steve Rolls. Steve Rolls has two chances, Slim and none, and Slim just left town. Of course, on March 19th, it was supposed to be Virgil Ortiz versus Michael McKinson, but Ortiz pulled out this week. <clears throat> Fight News tried to say he was having weight woes. And then they came back with a medical diagnosis. He had something wrong with one of his muscles or something like that. So either one or the other. Bottom line is Virgil Ortiz, 18-0, 18-wax. The kid, I think, is the the dark horse, the the underdog, the guy nobody wants to talk about at Walter Wood. I think he's a guy at 147 that might be able to do it all to these guys. Why? Because he's gonna, he's got a, he wants to impose his will on people. And he wants to impose his will. And he will go to, I think, almost no... No limits in order to do so. 18 no 18 wax. Yeah, he's knocked out a lot of guys like me. But the bottom line is he has knocked out some good guys as well. But Ortiz off the card tonight on the zone. March 26th, the zone. Of course, Kiko Martinez and Josh Warrington. I think that's a rematch for the IBF featherweight title. Of course, as I said, the aforementioned Tim Zhu going to go on the 26th with Terrell Gausha. Tim Zhu, son of former world champion Kostya Zhu. You know, somebody asked me the other day, will I do a series on the sons of world champions? Take that back. I'm going to start tomorrow on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. We're going to the, we're going to the uh, career of Fernando Vargas Jr. Okay, some people say he's a really good fighter. Some people say he can't fight much. The bottom line is we'll take a look at his career tomorrow. And, of course, I said I would bring up Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., and senior in this car in this edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. And the reason why I'm doing that is that Julio announced that his son is back in rehab. And I wish him the very best of luck. And let me tell you about Julio. Julio was so hooked on cocaine, and he admitted this. <clears throat> he was so hooked on cocaine, he was staying in his room or his room for three or four days, five, six, seven days at a week, a week at a time, just doing blow, coming out, you know to go to the bathroom, to eat some food, this and that. But he stayed in his room. He just spent a lot of time getting high. So he's a guy that knows <clears throat> the perils of cocaine. Without a doubt, he knows them. So he started all these rehab centers in Mexico. I think there's three or four of them going on. And they're all successful. And, of course, I think that he went to one as well. Of course, he was a rehab, uh, successful rehab guy. He's been off blow for a while. But his son, his son doubled back into the uh, Colombian dust. Of course, the devil's dust, I call it. And he got hooked once again. So they, they put him back in rehab. So we wish him the very best of luck. But, you know, Chavez Jr., <clears throat> good fighter. 
people say he can't fight. No, he can fight. He can. At one point in time, he was a WBC middleweight title holder. They didn't give him that belt. He had to earn it, okay? But that point, from that point forward, the discipline or his lack thereof sort of um, became obvious. This was a guy, of course, that when the referee, and I won't tell you who the referee was, but I know him because he told me, anyway, that he went into the... Uh, <clears throat> the locker room at the Los Angeles Forum, the Inglewood Forum, to interview, you know, to give Chavez his pre-fight instructions. And Chavez was supposedly, allegedly, get this, Tom, having sex in the locker room in the, uh, in the, in the, in the shower with, with a girl while his crew was waiting for him in the locker room. I kid you not. But that's the, way, that's the way he rolled. I mean, he was a son of an icon. He could do anything he wants. He was a guy that grew up in the suburbs. He didn't grow up in a, a railroad car like his father. I mean, his father grew up in a, his father learned how to box in Tijuana. Right, he was living in a railroad car. That doesn't sound like running water in a toilet to me, does it to you? No, it doesn't. But that's how desperate it was. That's how hungry Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. was when he started out. Of course, the maybe the best, no, without a doubt, the best fighter pound for pound in Mexico's history. And then somebody asked me the other day, well, he's the best fighter pound for pound in Mexico's history. Mexico's history. Who's number two? And I don't know if there is a number two right now because you know Canelo, I, Canelo's still fighting. But people say that. Salvador Sanchez was such a great fighter. <clears throat> and I think you guys all base it on the fact that he knocked out Wilfredo Gomez. And, of course, I think that Gomez had weight issues. He came in at 130 pounds that morning. And Hector says no, but he came in at 130 pounds that morning. The fight was at 126. He ended up getting busted up in the first round. <clears throat> did, <clears throat> did Gomez got his uh, four-bittle bone broken in the first round. And he hung around for eight or nine more rounds. But the bottom line is I thought that Gomez was going to win. But Sanchez won, and he beat this Puerto Rican knockout artist with, like, 33 wins, 32 knockouts, and a draw. So, like, you know, he was supposed to knock out Salvador Sanchez. It didn't happen. This guy with his sunken chest looked like Popeye. He looked like a skinny Mexican version of Popeye without any muscles. I'm talking about Salvador Sanchez. He just... He just pulled off the upset. I mean, it was the Battle of the Little Giants in 1981. It was like the upset of the year, without a doubt. I mean, because everybody figured Gomez was going to win. But I think that everybody's stocks... That one fight, that one big win, I think that's what you guys want to propel Salvador Sanchez into superstardom with. I don't think that he showed that he was really that much of a superstar. Yeah, he beat up Danny Little Red Lopez, but Lopez was just a tall, lanky featherweight, I think, from Los Angeles, who was the the benefactor of outstanding conditioning, without a doubt, and the fact that Don Chargan made a lot of his matches. In other words, creative matchmaking, good matchmaking, okay? But Lopez, I wasn't a big fan of Danny Lopez. I just wasn't. I mean... Am I, I mean, somebody said to me, but how can you say that? You know, the guy, the guy had some outstanding wars. Yeah, but, you know, we're going to say he won fights he was supposed to win. But when you put him in against Sanchez, he got lit up like a White House Christmas tree, not once but twice. But back to Sanchez, the greatest Mexican fighter of all time? I don't know, man. I don't even know if I've tasted him in, in the top three or four. I think there's, I don't, because his career was cut short. See, it's sort of like when you're a musician. And your career gets short, like Jimi Hendrix. Everybody, oh, Jimi Hendrix, he was the greatest guitar player of all time. I don't know. The guy played with the Isley Brothers. The guy played with the Ronettes. Come on, how? I don't know. I just don't think he was that great of a guitar player. But the point was, he died early. So all of a sudden, he was the greatest guitar player of all time. I just don't think so. I think when you die early, I think that people tend to look at your, um, your resume and glorify it just a little bit too much. The aforementioned Johnny Golovkin, of course, 41, 1 and 1, <clears throat> the one loss and the one draw to Canelo Alvarez, of course, the pound for pound king in boxing. Taking on the once beaten Ryota Murata, coming to us from uh, uh, Japan. It'll be on April the 9th. Of course, that'll be on the zone. Of course, Murata. Murata's Japanese. Uh, do they have ramen in Japan? He's like ramen. He's middleweight ramen. I don't consider him much whatsoever. I mean, I just don't, man. They do have ramen over there. Yeah. Anyway, they have ramen. I, I, I ate the chicken teriyaki. I went to Japan one time. 
and uh, Don King paid 500 bucks for me to go to some sushi dinner and this and that. And I don't eat sushi, right? So all these fat cats are eating sushi and drinking booze and this kind of stuff. And I went down on the street and bought my chicken teriyaki from a, a food cart on the street. And I went back. Don King cussed me out like you would not believe. $500, blah, 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 MF, MF, MF. Yeah, he called me a few names that night. But the bottom line is I don't drink sake and I don't eat sushi. So that wasn't my core, my thing. Anyway, this fight will take place <coughs> In the land of the sun, I'm talking about Japan, of course, at April the 9th on the zone, Golovkin and Ryota Murata. I think Golovkin should roll through him like a butter through knife. I mean, like a hot knife through butter. I just think so. I think Murata's not the real deal. I think he's a bit of a fraud. I think that his matchmaking, the fact that the WBA and the IBF have sort of, uh, the WBA for sure, has really tried to like keep him in, in high regards at 160 pounds, and I just don't see it. Now, also April the 9th, the return of... The baby, Ryan Garcia. Remember, I was so high on Ryan. I was so high on Ryan. I was selling stock in Ryan. I was buying stock in Ryan. I own stock in Ryan Garcia. And then I'm not so interested in the stock anymore. Sort of like Bitcoin. It dropped in value. Why do I say that? Of course, you know, he talks a good game. I mean, he just does. Yeah, he's coming off hand surgery, coming off some um, anxiety issues. Listen, if you're a boxer and you have anxiety issues, don't tell anybody. Okay, I sort of like saying people, you know, like if you're a surgeon and you've got nerve in, in your handshake, don't tell anybody. I mean, your handshake is a surgeon. You need to have your hands steady, steady if you're a surgeon. Straight up, same thing with boxing. Um, as far as <laughs> as far as Ryan concerned, of course, he's taking on Emmanuel to go. I think he's 32 and one with like eight knockouts coming to us out of Ghana. Most of his fights are in Ghana. He's a good fighter, no doubt about that. He's gonna bring he's gonna bring 300 percent. These fighters from Ghana will bring 300%. He will die in that ring if he has to. I kid you not. But he's severely overmatched by the fact that he's been off for two years. He's up in his 30s. And, of course, Ryan Garcia is supposed to be the hot young guy, right? 21 and zip, 18, 19 knockouts, getting up off the deck. What's that last time against um, Luke Campbell? Is he the real deal? That still remains to be seen. I'm not too sold on Ryan Garcia anymore. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course, WBC TV. Check out the World Boxing Council website at WBCboxing.com. Speaking of WBC, the World Boxing Council president, Mauricio Suleiman, in Dubai this week. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. 
Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 I was like, when I was in this marriage, I was so, I was wide open like a puppy dog. She could have did anything. I was like, okay, I love you still. You know, um, I, didn't, um, I didn't care about any money. I didn't want to lose my wife at the time. I was just a young kid and I've never really been in that degree of matrimony before and it just it, it just devastated me. I wasn't prepared for any kind of emotional struggle like that at all. Yeah. yeah. What role model had you had for a good marriage? Nobody really. Um, just entertainers I would watch and the most entertaining that I would watch were womanizers. Who else but Mike Tyson talking about women? He knows about women, no doubt about it. Of course, he married Robin Gibbons, who is he uh, allegedly raped Desiree Washington. Of course, she was the Miss Indiana concert for the USA pageant. Of course, she came to his hotel room, went up to his room, <clears throat> decided things were getting a little hot there, took her panel, she, panty shield off, left it on the uh, sink board in the bathroom and then came back out and then she said Mike Tyson raped her so I say there's some reasonable doubt there because she took the only thing preventing her from having sex away from her you feel me on that one bottom line is girls know what I'm talking about you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide you inside look at the world of boxing and MMA of course the Sunday edition two hours 11 a.m. Pacific time come to you live on Sports Byline iHeartRadio Sirius XM Satellite Radio the American Forces Network Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. I keep going and going. But the bottom line is, of course, I've got a new producer on Saturdays. His name is Daniel. He's got a good family at home. He takes care of his kids. He's a super dad. I love him. I thank him so much, and I appreciate his talents. Of course, Scott Cuddy, if you're listening to Colorado, all the best to you. Until next time, keep your hands up. Keep your chin down. But most importantly, don't forget, the World Boxing Council sponsors Ring Talk Live Worldwide, WBCBoxing.com. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Take good care of yourself.